and welcome to the Abundant Self Podcast, a podcast where we talk about everything there is to learn and to know about what it truly means to have life and life in abundance. My name is Sharon Chebaibai and thank you so much for tuning in. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good whatever time it is that you're tuning in to this episode. I hope you are well. I hope you are staying safe and warm, wherever it is that you are. Once again, my good name is Sharon Chibaibai and welcome to the second episode of the Abundant Self Podcast. Even before we get to today's topic of the day, which is why abundance, allow me to just take a few seconds to thank you for your support, for your feedback. I mean, it has been so overwhelming to hear from you and to hear what you think so far about the podcast. It has been encouraging. It has been motivating. Honestly, thank you so much for taking the time to be here with us on the podcast and to listen in on the conversations that we are having. And I hope that you'll be also, you also Go ahead and share this conversations with your friends, with your networks, and even have them plug in to the podcast. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. So just to jump right in to today's conversation, like I mentioned in the previous episode, today we are going to be talking about why abundance. And this is something that has been close and near to my heart for a very long time. And if you can remember, or if you have listened to the previous episode, um, I had mentioned about how I came across this verse in the Bible that talks about the devil came to steal, kill and destroy. But I came that you may have life and life in abundance. Other versions say to have life in full. And I remember when I was reading that verse, I was asking myself, so what does it really mean to have life in abundance? You know, what does it mean to live life to the fullest? I mean, when you think about it everywhere, it's on Twitter, it's on T-shirts, it's on hoodies, it's on everything that you can think of where the message of living life to the fullest is being preached. But do we really understand what it means to live life to the fullest? Do we understand what it means when we say it is important that we live a fruitful life? It is important that when our time here on earth is done, that we have lived a life that truly matters. That when we go home to our Savior, to our Lord, that, you know, he tells us, well, he tells us, well done, good and faithful servant. Do we really understand what that means? And for me, myself as a 24 year old, this, uh, the kind of questions that I have been asking myself, questions surrounding relationships, questions surrounding my faith and my spirituality, questions surrounding my career, or the kind of legacy that I want to leave behind for my great-great-grandchildren. I mean, I believe that these are also questions that not I, I mean, I'm not the only person who is asking myself these questions. And I remember using the example of an article that I wrote on Chabaibai's pen where I decided to just debunk what depression really means. I mean, everything there is to know or everything you need to know about depression. And I remember when I decided to tackle this topic, it was after I had gone through a really rough patch and I wasn't really sure what I was feeling. And of course, at the time, 
describing what I was feeling as depression was easier. But then I realized it's easy to use a familiar word to describe what I'm going through when I really do not know what this word really means. And then I realized if I'm asking myself this question, that sh- then surely someone else is also thinking about the same thing. And so that is the same thing with abundance. I mean, I know every one of us have has seen this before where we've been told live a life um, that matters, you know, live a fruitful life. You need to live an authentic life. What does that mean? Because it's easy for us to, you know, be swamped with a lot of information about how it's important to live, you know, a fruitful life. But then we don't really understand what that means. And so today we are going to be just focusing on that term abundance and why I decided to even have it as the foundation of the podcast. And I'll be sharing my story with you shortly about, you know, what led me here. I know during the previous episode, I talked about, you know, uh, why I began the podcast, but there's also a different story behind why I decided to focus on abundance. So um, previously, last week in my Instagram, I had taken the time to conduct a poll where I was asking guys what it means for them to live a fruitful life. And I got a couple of really interesting responses. And I remember one of them was someone had answered saying that for them, living a fruitful life means being happy and content with my healthy decisions. For them, living a fruitful life means that to them. And there's someone who also replied and said that living a life, um, living a fruitful life means living a life that is aligned to my purpose. So those are two different answers, but essentially you can see that they're all, you know, converging towards one main um, idea, and that is the fact that it's a life of contentment. It's a life that is aligned to our true selves, to what we we believe in our hearts, or what we know confidently in our hearts is what we have been called to do. And like um, I like to say, even here in the podcast, is that I am of the firm belief that none of us was created to eat, sleep, pay bills, and die. Because unfortunately, that is what life has been reduced to today. You're taken to school, you get a job, you start paying bills, uh, you get a family, and on and on and on. And then at the end of it all, you realize that that is all you have been doing. You have just been chasing either after money or you have just been chasing, um, you have just been hopping from one career to the other, but you really did not take time to ask yourself and to understand, so why exactly am I here? Why am I on this earth? You know, the fact that I have woken up this morning, surely it has to mean something. It has to mean something that I am alive. It has to mean something that I have been given the chance that many have not been given for one reason or another. So these are the kind of questions that we've asked, I personally have been asking myself, and I believe that it is the same for many others. And I remember also asking a follow-up question, asking, do you confidently believe, now that you know what it means to you to live a fruitful life, do you honestly believe that you are right now, if you take stock of your life right now do you honestly believe that you are living your most fruitful most abundant self or you're operating from your most abundant self and many people answered actually a hundred percent of the responses were i'm getting there i'm not there yet 
I can't confidently say that I'm living a fruitful life. I can't say that I'm not living a fruitful life, but I'm headed there, which is actually quite encouraging because it's the same for me. I mean, for the 24 years that I have been on this earth, on this beautiful planet, I honestly cannot say that I have achieved my most ultimate self. I cannot confidently say that um, if anything happens to me right now, that I will have achieved my most best version, the most best version of myself. No. And um, then it then causes us to ask ourselves questions like, so how do I get there? I'm getting there, but how do I get there? You know, what do I need to do? What do I need to not do? And, you know, just thinking through these things, it reminds me, um, this past weeks, I was with a couple of friends of mine outside Nairobi. And I remember when we were coming back, there's this exercise that we did that I have done, that I have done before. And it's an exercise that, um, is all about, you know, charting your life uh, using a life map. There's a tool called a life map where you basically just draw a graph and you just um, tabulate it from zero. Now, for example, for me, who is 24 years old, I tabulate my graph from zero to 24 and I just go ahead and plot on the graph some of uh, my highest moments, my lowest moments and everything. And I just draw the graph. It basically just helps you to take stock of the quality of your life based on some of, you know, your most, you know, some of the major life experiences that you have had and I remember when I was doing this you know when I was taking stock of my life and seeing some of the very key moments that have influenced the kind of person that I am today I realized that of course some of them I did not have control of you know some or actually most of them I didn't have control of but how I chose to react to them or even what happened to me in the aftermath in the aftermath or as a result or as a consequence of this main event in my life that some of them I actually had the chance to choose how to react to them how to approach them and how to manage my emotions during that time it's a very um interesting tool to use and hopefully I can attach the link to it um on on the show notes but um it's important to always sit down and take stock of your life and just ask yourself so where I am right now what can I see about my life can I say that I am headed towards the right direction or do I need to change the my course of direction or even go back to the starting line and you know begin afresh and choose the right path or the right things to do yeah, so this are some of the questions, some of the things that have been going on in my mind personally, just asking myself, am I really living a life of abundance, you know, where I am right now at 24 years of age, what can I say of myself? So just a story now, just to bring you into why I decided to focus on abundance. So I graduated in 2020. Uh, that was during the pandemic. I mean, the pandemic has had just hit and hey, it was tough. It was hectic. I remember at the time I was interning at one of the media houses here in Kenya and I um, 
I was so confident. I was so confident that after I finished my internship, my three months attachment, that I was going to get absorbed because I was confident in my skills. I was confident in my abilities. And I was even confident in the fact that the peers and the people who were placed to either mentor me or to work with me during that journey, they had also realized that this was something I was really, I mean, being in the media was something, or it's still, actually still something that I'm very passionate about. And I remember I was so confident that, by the way, after my three months of attachment are over, I'm going to get an employment letter and I'm going to start working in this media house and everything. You know, I had everything, you know, in plan, in motion. I knew this is what I wanted to do. This is how I was going to do it. This is the uh, period of time it was going to take. Hey, you guys, I had planned. I had planned. I had planned. <laughs> And then the funny thing is that my attachment was actually supposed to end in March because I had started in January 2020. And guess what? Guess what? <laughs> it was actually in March when COVID hit. It was actually in March when we got our very first case of COVID in Kenya. And of course, there was a state of panic, everything. I mean, things were just chaotic. I remember at that time, I had not even like, it was just the beginning of March. And that means at the time, I'm expected to work on a project. My supervisor in school, because I had not yet graduated, my supervisor is also expecting a report from me. I mean, I was just starting to finalize my time at the media house. And then it was during that time when um, the organization told us that they would have to send us home because they couldn't have many people, of course, in the newsroom. And it was not the case just for us alone as interns, but they were also um, going to put their senior journalists and reporters and employees, you know, their full-time employees, they were also going to be put on shift. And that means that not everyone is going to be in the office at the same time. You get. So <laughs> now I have been sent back home. So now I still have to finish my reports with the remaining days that were available. So I remember even when I was doing my report, because I hadn't finished the whole 90 days, I had to explain the situation that, you know, because of COVID, I only had, at the time now when they were sending us home, I think we only had like a week left. And honestly, there was no way the school was just going to discontinue my graduation because of a week. I mean, it's COVID. This is something that has just fallen upon us. I don't even know where it has come from. But honestly, it's not my fault. <laughs> it's not my fault. So I remember uh, the my report went through and I, uh, with uh, God's grace, I passed with flying colors and I was able to graduate. Thanks be to God. And so now I'm at home. Now you see my plan for the plan that I had to get absorbed by the organization, that one is not a plan anymore because that one has just been distorted. There's COVID. Everyone is locking themselves at home. Now you have to think about, okay, now what, what exactly are you going to do? What, what is it that you're going to do with this time that you have? I remember I kept calling the organization, asking them, so is there, is there any chance that you guys might call us back? I remember being told, right now with COVID, we are not sure. So you just hang in tight. Of course, we never got a call back. And now everyone had to decide, okay, 
So now what exactly are you doing? And that is when I remember now I revived my blog. I revived Chebai by Span. I was, you know, now writing stories, you know, just making good use of my time. I mean, I was at home. I had um, internet. I had you know, everything that I needed to make my blog work. And I remember that is what I did. So I even remember during that time, I even learned how to knit. I mean, it was, we were locked at home, but being the person that I am, I have realized over the years that I, um, that a lot of my worth and my identity has always come from the things that I'm doing. So that if I am not doing anything or if I'm not feeling actively involved in anything, then it really drains me as an individual. And that is something I'm also thinking about. Is this really healthy? Um, I mean, is it really good to always have your identity drawn from what you're doing? I don't know. Those are some of the conversations we'll have later on. But so at that time, while I was at home, I remember one of my friends who, uh, he also works as um, a media personality, a media practitioner. Um, he called me, there was a show he was starting and he needed someone to be his TV host. That was around December 2020. So at the time, actually it was before December 2020 because I had finished my attachment in March and I was, I was set to graduate in October. So I, I remember I actually got the call before I, I got the call before I before actually I graduated yes or was it wait I think actually no it was in it was around December it was around December and yeah so that was essentially my first official job I had worked previously before I graduated for a family member of mine I was helping them to manage their site and their social media so at the time I mean, that was just as a, you know, as a, by the way, just helping them out. It wasn't like an official employment. So now working as a TV host, I started working as a TV host when, you know, just before 2020 ended. And at least at the time, I mean, this was something that was so exciting for me because I remember for as long as I can remember, I have always wanted to be on TV. I have always dreamt of being on TV. When I was in school, when I was in campus, I would I was part of the media team, of course, and we used to do some short clips for the school chapel and stuff. So I mean that desire and that you know that uh, what can I really call it? That desire and that dream of being on TV it just kept growing stronger and stronger each day. So I remember during that time, you know, during that time now I'm on TV. It was exciting, it was scary, but it was a very great experience. And when I think about it today, I just thank God because I always tell myself, by the way, God showed me that it's possible for me to be on TV. Nothing is impossible. You want to be on TV, you will be on TV. <laughs> so I remember I worked as a TV host from around December to June 2021. And then, of course, we had a bit of miscommunications, misunderstanding, of course, the time for me to just, it was time for me to um, stop working as a TV host and now I was back again to job hunting. Hey, you guys, let me tell you. When you are in campus and when you have people who have, you know, your friends and your peers who have graduated and they tell you about job hunting, sometimes you think that they exaggerate. 
sometimes you think that these people, it can't, you know, you ask, you tell yourself, I surely, it can't be this bad. It cannot be this bad. But let me tell you, from June 2021, hey, the ghetto, the ghetto, my friends, I was hunting for jobs. I mean, I was sending job applications. I was sending CVs. I was sending cover letters like no one's business. You know, applying for government jobs. And you're going to check every day on the portal and you find nothing. Or you find that your application has been reviewed, has been reviewed. You haven't been called back for an interview. You have to again go and call them and ask them, hi, I applied for this job. I'm seeing my application has been reviewed, so what's going on? They tell you wait a couple of days, you wait nothing, and then now you you realize, okay, now I'm just becoming a nuisance, just calling these people over and over again. So what do you do? You keep looking for jobs, you keep looking for jobs. I mean, I spent a lot of time. I remember at that time I was just applying for jobs left, right, and center. And I was asking myself, surely, how did I even get here? I mean, I had a plan for my life, did I not? I had plans that I was going to graduate. I was going to um, finish my internship. I was going to uh, be absorbed even before I graduate. And I was going to continue that media house, you know. And then COVID happened. Okay, I'm not blaming COVID because I know everything happened. <laughs> I know everything happens for a reason. But at the time, man, I was asking myself, what exactly is going on? What is happening? I had everything figured out and then boom, I don't have anything figured out. You know, I don't know if any of you has been in that situation before, but if you have, and I know if you have spent a, a couple of, you know, months or weeks job hunting, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It was tough. It was hectic. T for tough, I tell you. So, I remember, um, now that is June 2021, I got a job around, was it August? No, it was actually around August, September. So around mm, October, I was being inducted to a new job. And now this was a space, it was still in media, but this was a space I had never been in before. This was something that was completely out of my comfort zone. I was now doing a lot of entertainment news. So basically what I was doing is that I was just, you know, um, if you're in Kenya, then you are familiar with sites, you know, sites like Mpasho, sites like Pulse, sites like Nairobi Gossip Club. So that is basically what I was doing. I was writing entertainment news. And this is something that I had never done before because previously, uh, when I was working at the media house, what I was doing was ju just had news, you know, reporting what is happening around the country. Um, when I worked as a TV host, what was what I was doing was around, you know, fundraising for people who were in need of medical assistance and stuff like that. So basically, medical appeals and the likes of fundraising uh, for people who needed help with money to go to hospital to take their children to school and the like. But now I am doing entertainment news. Hey, it was very uncomfortable. This is a space, like I said, I had never been in before. And I was asking myself, okay, so how exactly does this thing work? What do people do here? How does, 
one wake up in the morning and start writing about a person oh, if if I'm like a celebrity so how do I start writing about Sharon Sharon Shabaiba has argued with so and so Sharon Shabaiba has done this this and this and it was so uncomfortable at first but somehow I just um I got used to it <laughs> and I was able I I can confidently say that I I mastered my crafts and it just went well but then during that time it got so i felt like this thing has now become monotonous i'm waking up in the morning to go to work to do the same thing over and over again i remember <laughs> i remember i woke up one morning and i was seated down on my bed and i was just looking at my wardrobe and asking myself am i really waking up today to do the same thing over and over again. Am I really going to be doing this? Just because I need a salary at the end of the month, you know? During that time, I remember uh, we had, I mean, also the season for that job, you know, he just started coming to And I remember just praying to God and telling God, hey, this is how the situation is. I just laid it all bare. And I said, God, honestly, where I'm, where I am right now, you 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 just take the wheel, <laughs> take the wheel and let your will be done. And people don't understand. I remember I was even telling one of my friends, people don't understand how dangerous that prayer is. When you tell God, let your will be done. You know, you tell God, let your will be done, and you even forget to tell Him, God. Also, even as your will is also being done in my life, can you please give me the grace to accept your will? <laughs> because Hey, hey, it can be hectic. It can be seriously hectic and overwhelming. So let me just let me just uh, cut the story short and say that God's will was done, and my time at that organization ended. Um, that was some time this year, and where, where, you know, when you have been used to getting a salary at the end of the month, when you have been used to um. Uh, you know, you have bills to pay, you have your phone bill, you have your rent, you have your internet. You know, there are certain things you are doing, maybe getting your nails done every other end of the month, getting your hair done, maybe buying a new pair of shoes. You know, you have certain financial goals that you have. And now you're now you now have to survive on your last month's salary. You have if you have been saving good for you, but now even like for myself, I had places that I had to remove money every month as savings and now I don't have that anymore. <laughs> so now your whole life I don't know, but somehow your whole life changes and now you have to think about okay, so what, what is exactly going to happen next? What exactly is going to happen next? How do I go ahead from here? So I remember those are the questions I was asking myself. And at the time, now when that, now when I had now left employment, because I I quit, I actually quit my job. I I, I was I, I didn't get sacked. I actively sent an email saying that I wasn't going back to work anymore. And of course, at the time, I didn't have a plan B. It wasn't like I had a place where I had been given another job offer. I just quit. I just quit my job. I remember I was being called back and I just said, no, I am gone. I have left. I don't think I'll be coming back. And now, of course, during this time, you know, when you, 
when you don't have a job or when and you used to have a job now it's even hard to even keep hanging out with your friends because you don't you st- you don't have the money like the money that you have right now you have to use it sparingly and you have to use it to you have to ensure that you will still have at least something little to keep you going even as you keep looking for either another source of income or whatever it is so even when your friends are going out hanging out you just have to decline you just have to turn them down and now you see all your friends and now it's during this time that maybe your friends who maybe didn't have a job now now them they're getting a job others are getting promotions others are, are making trips due to where hey <laughs> You guys, it was, I mean, you people talk about character development. I think this is the real character development, corporate, corporate character development. It is real and it can be demoralizing. It can be so difficult, especially when you, you don't, you don't really have, I, I, I don't know if I should call it the strength. Or you don't have the motivation to keep going. And during this time, it's very easy for you to get drowned in self-pity. You know, spending a lot of time scrolling on social media and seeing what other people are doing and asking yourself, so what am I also doing with my life? I used to have a job. I used to have a salary at the end of the month. So now what am I going to do? It's very easy to fall into that pit. Into that pit of I'm hopeless. or I don't have, you know, there's no, I have applied all the jobs that I possibly can. Because immediately after that, actually, I went back to job hunting and I kept looking for jobs. I kept, you know, sending my CVs and my resume. And then I'm just like, hey, is there really, is there really anything that is out there for me? You know, are there any opportunities that are out there for me that are fit for me? So, I mean, it's so, I honestly, I honestly do not know how I survived during that period. But I remember I just had to sit with myself and ask myself, what does it mean for me to live an abundant life? Do I have to have a job? Do I have to have a salary at the end of the month? And by the way, yes, this, of course, at the time, these are not even this is not even a realistic question to be asking yourself because clearly, especially for me as a firstborn, by the way, I'm thinking about, it's not just about like my financial goals. It's also about how am I helping my family? How am I supporting my family? You know, when my parents need something and I mean, and I can't be able to help them, that is also something that is going to affect me as an individual. And I remember asking myself, so, okay, now what, what is the step forward? What, what do I need to do? What do I need to do? And I mean, it's just funny. I remember just thinking about how, when I had a job at the time, and I remember this, this thought came to me at the time when I was thinking to myself, what do I need to do? What step do I need to take? I remember thinking about how the idea of the podcast, I had had it for a long time. If you listen to the first episode, I had said for almost two years, I had been planning about how I need to start a podcast. And then I got a job. 
And then now the was the excuse I was using was that I don't have time because I used to get to the office at 7 a.m. and leave at 6 p.m. So by the time I get back to the house, all I just want to do is sleep. I don't even have the energy or the time to cook. I just want to sleep, get up in the morning very early and start all over again from 7 to 6. So at the time, even some of my friends who, whom I had mentioned about the podcast too, they kept asking me, so when are you starting the podcast? When are you going to be beginning this journey? And I would tell them, I don't have the time. Honestly, I do not have the time. I even had, I even barely had the time to even get back to Chebai by Spain. I didn't have the time for my blog either. So my blog was just, we went on an unplanned hiatus and I was just there. <laughs> and then now it dawned to me. You have been complaining about how you do not have the time. Now you have the time. So what is your excuse going to be? Is it going to be that you don't have a smartphone <laughs> or that you don't have a microphone or that you don't have equipment? What is your excuse going to be? And that is essentially now what brings us to abundance. When I mean, when you look at the definition of abundance, it means having something in plenty, you know, having it... Having, knowing that there's opportunities for you in plenty, knowing that you have exactly what you need to do what you need to do. That is what happens when you operate from an abundance mindset. And during our next episode, we're going to be talking about, you know, scarcity mindset versus abundance mindset. But when you think about it, when you operate from a point of this, there's not enough for me. Myself as a media, as a journalist by profession, I can tell you confidently that there's definitely a lot of competition in my industry. I mean, there's a lot of competition. You know, it's either you can do it or you can, you can do it. That's it. Because people out here, you know, like we like to say in Kiswahili, wanajituma. People wake up in the morning, they do not wait for life to happen. They go and make life happen. They go and make opportunities. They go and look for opportunities. People are out here starting YouTube channels. People are out here starting their own websites, doing their own thing. There's a lot of competition. And when you're operating from a scarcity mindset, you're always thinking there's a lot of competition. I mean, that is one of the things that is going to hold you back telling yourself there's a lot of competition i can't do this i can't you know there's absolutely nothing out there for me what i'm even doing on this planet what why am i even here for i mean think about it how many people have you seen who have graduated they didn't get jobs and then somehow you hear maybe they committed suicide because all they've been doing is looking for a job or even the cases that we hear that someone didn't pass their KCPE class 8 exams and they commit suicide. Or they, they didn't pass their KCSE exams and they commit suicide. Because they believe if I didn't, if I didn't pass my exams, it means definitely I can go to high, I can go to campus, I can go to high school, I can get a job. Is that really what we have reduced life to? Abundance for me, I mean, I was even reading an article the other day on Forbes and abundance is all about seeing the vast opportunities that are available for you. Because trust me, when you woke up in the morning, the fact that you are alive today, the fact that you got out of bed this morning, it is not by chance. 
it is not it was not it was not an oops moment where God was like oops she was not supposed to wake up today she was not supposed to be alive today no and that is something that I keep encouraging myself with every single day that yes I do not have a job right now so what what am I going to do with my time what am I going to do with the skills that I already have because I have gone to school I I do have skills I have worked as a TV host. I have worked as in a in a newsroom. I am confident in my writing. I am confident in how I speak. So what can I, you know, when um the, I, I'm just being reminded of the story of Moses when he was being asked, what do you have in your hand? You know, what do you have right now that you can use to make an impact? Moses only had a staff, you know, that stick. For me, what do I have? I have my voice. I have my pen. I have the skills that I have acquired in school because nothing, nothing, nothing is supposed to go to waste. That is something my mom likes to say. I mean, it doesn't, even if you went to school as an engineer and you never practiced engineering, it doesn't mean that the skills you got go to waste. No. There's somewhere that you're going to use whatever skills that you got there to do something to maybe now figure out your purpose or to pursue your purpose and your passion. So for me, I remember, I mean, that time when I was just thinking about all these things, I mean, I, I asked myself, so am I going to sit here and wallow in self-pity? Am I going to sit here and start complaining about how there's a lot of competition in the industry, how there's nothing that I can do right now? Or am I going to actually challenge myself and go after the things that I really wanted to do, but I couldn't do at the time. And I had to, I had to fight with a lot of things. I had to battle with, <laughs> I had to battle with imposter syndrome. I had to battle with perfectionism. And those are the conversations we're going to be having here. Just so that I could just wake up and tell myself, if I keep, if I keep doubting myself, if I keep doubting in my, I keep doubting my abilities, if I keep doubting my strengths, then most definitely I will not get anything done. I will not get anything done. I mean, when I discovered that I had a growing passion and interest in digital media, it happened through, you know, the experiences that I had, the job, the uh, the places that I had worked in and the people I had worked for. And I realized, I mean, with this passion that I have and with the skills that I have, what exactly can I do? And that is what abundance is all about. Abundance is knowing that you have absolutely everything that you need. And all that is just dependent on how, on your mindset, on how you choose to look at life. If you choose to look at life from, you know, the viewpoint of there's a lot of competition or I can't do this, you know, someone, of course, someone out there is better than you. Definitely. Of course, there are people who have more experience than you. Of course, there are, more, there are people who have, you know, more skills than you, who are more equipped to do it. I mean, when I was in the previous episode, I said I just went and searched the term abundance on my Spotify, and the number of podcasts that just lined themselves up. Hey, you guys! At the end of the day, if you sit down and you just wait, you just wait for the time when you'll have all the experience or all the skills that you need. Then someone out there is just going to do what it is. 
some because most of the most of the things that we want to begin, most of them are not original ideas. I mean, these are things many people are thinking about. And just because you you yourself will not do it, does not mean that the next person won't do it. You know. How many people are talking about abundance today? How many people, I mean, what think about the thing you're passionate about? Do you honestly believe that you're the only person who's thought about it? Honestly. Because these are the things I, I, I was asking myself when I was starting this podcast. That I'm definitely not the only one thinking about the things. I'm thinking about abundance, for example. Recently, I read an, a quote by Oprah Winfrey, and she was saying, if you look at what you have in life, you will always have more. And if you look at what you don't have in life, you will never have enough. It's always so easy for us to look at the things that we don't have. For me, when I stopped being a salaried, <laughs> I stopped being a salaried individual. I remember thinking about, now I don't have a salary. Now I don't have the money I need to buy my equipment. Now I don't have this. Now I don't have this. Of course, when I start thinking about that, I even start realizing how I do not even have absolutely anything. You know? So, hmm. anyway, <laughs> this is something that we all need to think about. Always look at what you have. What do you have right now? And where do you see yourself 5, 10, 20 years from now? What do you need to do to get there? Abundance is knowing that you have everything that you need. Like my friend was encouraging me, all you need to do, if you, if you feel in your, in your heart and in your mind that you do not have what it takes, does your friend have what it takes? How can they help you? How can they empower you? How can they help you to realize your vision, your purpose, your passion, whatever it is that you want to do with your life. How can you empower yourself even as you go? How, how can you empower yourself to grow, to become better, and to be able to be equipped enough to tackle whatever it is you need to tackle? When I finally quit my job, and when I finally decided to take on my purpose and my passion full swing, I remember at the time I started asking, like I said, I just started asking myself questions like, what do I want to do with my life? Do I want to go back to employment or let life lead me where it will? I remember asking myself questions like, what has been the quality of my life so far and is there anything I can do about it? For the first time in a very long time, I am seriously thinking about whether or not I am or have been leading a fruitful life. And not to say that people who are employed are not leading. No, 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 no. For me, that was the one thing that was stopping me from thinking about these things, from asking myself certain questions. Like I said, every experience that we go through we lead a, um, is leading us to a certain destination, to a certain path. So even for you, I'd like to encourage you to ask yourself the same question. Like, what does living a fruitful life mean to you? What does your version of living abundantly, of living life to the fullest mean to you? And after you have that figured out, after you've defined it, you don't even have to define it today or tomorrow. 
but it's something you can think and chew on. After you figure out what that is, can you honestly say, can you confidently say that you are living the absolute best version of yourself? Can you honestly say that you are living life to the fullest? Can you? Because it's easy to put it on a t-shirt saying, YOLO, you only live once. It's easy to put it on a t-shirt and say, um, living life to the fullest. But it, it's always easier said than done. It's easy to, to tweet it, to put it on a t-shirt, on a mug, and not actually practice what exactly what it is that you're preaching. So that is something to think about. And like I said, for me, abundance is about knowing that you have everything that you need and that there, there are a vast array of opportunities available for you. You just need to tap into them. You just need to tap into the resources you have, into the networks that you have, and figure out what it is you need to do with your life. Because none of us was put on this planet to just eat, sleep, pay bills, and die. No. Each of us has been called to have life and life in abundance. Living quality, meaningful life. Think about someone like Dr. Miles Monroe. Dr. Miles Monroe died at the age of 60. Around 60, if I'm not wrong. Yes, he didn't die an old grandpa who was a hundred and something. But at the time of his death, I mean, we can all confidently say that he lived a, a life that mattered. And that he left a legacy because each and every one of us knows that name. Each and every one of us knows the kind of impact that he left to the world. You know? That even during his death, yes, it was a sad moment, but many of us celebrated because his time on this earth was not in vain. He remains to be a role model. He remains to be a teacher for so many people. So those are the kind of things that we need to be thinking about. And that is what we mean by abundance. Living abundantly. Living a life that truly matters. So those are the kind of questions that we need to be thinking about. Like I said, next week we are going to be talking about, or rather during our next episode, we are going to be talking about scarcity versus uh, the abundant mindset. And I'm sure these are things that each of us is familiar with. Just getting to understand how we have been socialized to operate from a scarcity mindset and not from an abundance mindset. Yes. So that is it for today's episode. Um, I'm sure and I hope that this has been meaningful to you. I hope that you have gotten a thing or two during this episode and that you're also going to share this with your friends, with your family, with your networks, whoever needs this conversations. Yes. Yeah, so that has been it. Remember that um you can always check us out on our social media pages we now have a twitter 
and Facebook page. I'm going to be leaving those on the show notes. And then also, I'm also going to try and leave a link to the tool of the life map, uh, the one that I talked about when we were beginning the episode. So be sure to check it out and try and plot your life and see, okay, where do I lie? (laughs) And, you know, my life so far in this 20, 30, 40, 50 years of my life, can I honestly say, I mean, what has the quality of my life been? So, Something else, you can also go ahead and check out our website um, for more details about today's episode and even some of the conversations that we're going to be having. Chabaybay's fan is still up and running. In fact, we have a very, very inspiring story coming up for you in the next few weeks. So stay tuned. I'm going to share that on our Facebook page and on our or rather on our social media once it is out. And finally, even before I close some exciting news, we have a new podcast called the AYLF podcast that is also running on Spotify. For those of you who know AYLF, it's Africa, or rather for those of you who do not know AYLF, AYLF stands for Africa Youth Leadership Forum and this is an organization that I have been part of for a very long time. We have we've started a podcast and you can always go and plug in and check out what it is all about. Like I said, keep it locked uh, on Shabai by Span for new inspiring stories that we're going to be that we're working on. Check out our website, The Abundant Self, and, you know, be sure to engage with us. Leave a comment. We have a poll actually going on on Spotify, you know, asking you what you think about the podcast so far. Be sure to engage with me and let me know what you think. That's it. Thanks again for tuning in. I hope you'll join us during our next episode for yet another inspiring topic. And this time we are going to be talking about scarcity versus abundance mindset. And I'm sure that it's going to mean a lot to you as it will to me as well. Until next time. Bye-bye. There you have it. This has been the Abundant Self Podcast with me, Sharon Chabaybay. If this episode has been helpful to you, feel free to share it with your friends and family. We'd also love to hear from you. If you have any feedback or questions relating to today's episode, then go ahead and leave us a voice message on the hotline number in the show notes. Feel free to also rate and review us from wherever you get your podcasts. If you remember nothing else from today's episode, I hope you remember that you have been called to have life and life in abundance and that I am waiting for you always.